podcast. I'm Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. Today's episode is called The Launch Project with Dr. Deborah Heiser. Deborah is an applied developmental psychologist specializing in aging, a researcher, author, founder, CEO, and adjunct professor. I am so excited to have her with us today. You know, the research that she's done on aging is really fantastic. And the work that she's doing around the mentor project just is so interesting and how it's helping other people launch. And as I was having conversations with her before this podcast, she said the interesting thing is there's cross mentoring happening between the mentors. So we're going to hear all about why mentoring is so important, kind of what she's found in the work that she's doing and really how it's helping people launch in their lives, both personally and professionally. So hello, Debbie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to be on Yay. your show. I am just, I'm thrilled to talk to you. I am so excited about the work that you do and, and how you're able to create an organization. You actually have a nonprofit right now called The Mentor Project. Um, but first, before we get started with all of those things, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. I'm an applied developmental psychologist, and my specialty is aging. And most psychologists look at, at, the, at the psychology of human beings from a lens of pathology. The difference uh, being an applied developmental psychologist is that I look at the normal spectrum of what we should look for in uh, our life trajectory. So I'm looking at the normal things in life. And I'm also an adjunct professor and I'm founder and CEO of The Mentor Project. So I have a mission to look at how we can make our lives even better than they are. And part of that is through mentoring others and giving back without expecting anything in return as a way for us to leave our legacies. Mm. So that's been my mission. That's so amazing. And that's so wonderful. And, and really, tell us a little bit more about how you came to the conclusion that this mentor project was a thing that you should start or that needed, you know, needed to happen in the world. So years ago, when I started out in research with aging, I was studying all the things that a person would expect a person to study, like depression, frailty, anxiety, all of those things. And someone asked me at a dinner party, hey, why do you study aging? And I said, well, so that we can figure out how we can deal better with some of the things that we face as we get older. And the person said, well, is there anything to look forward to? And I was stumped. And quite honestly, I was embarrassed because I thought, here I am studying aging and why? There's nothing to look forward to. So I sort of had to, it was an aha moment for me and I had to deep dive into what was I really doing? And that was when I really came across a lot of the work that Dan McAdams had been working on and his was built on the work of Eric Erickson and others. And that was looking at when we reach a midlife stage, we're expected to give back, to want to sort of leave our footprint on the world. That's when we've already checked all our boxes and we've done the things that our parents told us to do and that we were expected to do. And we're finally sort of reflecting and saying, hey, did what I did matter? And how can I leave a footprint or leave my legacy in a way that will make me feel like I had 
a real role in the world. And that's where I have really been focused lately is helping others to get to the point where they can say, oh, hey, how can I give back right now and leave the legacy that I want to leave and make the impact that I want to make, sort of helping people to do that. Well, at the same time, everyone who's mentored by someone gains as well. It's a win-win for everyone. And that's that's really sort of what the trajectory of the work I've been doing has been so far, is taking normal things, mm-hmm. making us all aware of it, and mm-hmm. getting more and more people involved in it. And it's beautiful work that you're doing. As I'm listening to you, all I keep thinking to myself is you literally are helping people launch in their lives, right? You're helping the people that are being mentored launch because you're giving them a mentor who believes in them more than they believe in themselves or helping guide them to that next level of success in their life. And then for the people that are mentors, you're giving them purpose. You're giving them a way to add value to people. You're you're helping them with their legacy. You're helping them with um, feeling important and feeling valued. And so you're launching them as well. And that's a beautiful thing. You're so right. And I love your show and how you're talking about launching. We never stop launching. That's one thing that most people mistake when they think about aging is that you kind of launch when you go to college, you launch when you, you know, start a family, you launch when, and then all of a sudden people think you don't launch anymore. And in fact, midlife is one of the biggest launches that we have. Mm -hmm. And that's when we are actually launching our inner selves. We're really saying, here's who I am. I know who I am now. Here, here, take a look at me. And that's one of the most powerful times of our lives emotionally. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. In your personal journey, did you have a mentor who really like touched your life? And that's kind of where you, you know, you experienced it. So you knew that it needed to, to come to fruition in this mentor project? I've had mentors my whole life, starting from, you know, when I was five, all the way up until now, I have mentors. I have people that I call now who I say, I have no idea what I need to do in this situation. Please give me some guidance. So, you know, in terms of my looking at aging, I would say that it was at that moment, it was Dan McAdams and at that dinner party where I had to actually step back and look at what I was doing. That was an aha moment. No one knew they were mentoring me, but it changed my life and the the way that I looked at things. So a lot of the mentorship that I have received, people know that they've been my mentor, but a lot of it, people haven't even known that they've mentored me. Really? That's so interesting that you say that. And, And I want to draw out that point for our listeners, because the fact that Somebody can inspire you just by a question that they ask at a dinner party, and it can completely change the trajectory of the work that you do and how you think about your purpose and how you're serving the world in a different way. And that sounds like that was your journey. Yes. And that has happened a few times. I remember in college, I had a mentor who, you know, really questioned me. I remember I wasn't, I wasn't, I was making excuses for things. And she said, you know what, either do it or don't, but don't go halfway. Mm. And that stuck with me forever. Just don't sit around letting life happen for you. Jump in and do it. And I never forgot that. And anytime I, I jump into an endeavor, I go full force or I don't go at all. And that's because of Peggy DeCook. She really in- drilled that into me decades ago. Isn't that awesome? That's such Mm -hmm. a great little lesson that you can take and apply in any situation, right? And I think about the heck yeah. It's either a heck yeah or it's a no. 
So exactly. So one of the things that I absolutely, so for all of our listeners, go and, and go to the mentor project website and watch the Ted talk that Debbie has on there. Cause it is phenomenal. And I just learned so much and just watching it. And one of the things that you say in that, uh, in that speech that you're giving is we are wasting one of our most precious natural resources. So tell us about that. Our most precious natural resource isn't coal, oil, or gas, or diamonds, or any of those things. Most of us strive to get those things, but our most precious natural resource is us. We are a treasure trove of brilliance, phenomenal ideas, resource for getting things done. And one thing that has been a sort of tragedy that I've witnessed is that once a person becomes an expert, they're cast aside and either they retire and no longer are seen uh, or heard from, or they aren't seen as wise. They're seen as, oh, you've done it, as though there has been. And in fact, that's really, we're wasting our most precious natural resource. Our kids aren't getting exposure to these individuals. We ourselves are reinventing the wheel over and over. So we're not making the progress we can. And that's what I'm referring to. So as long as we're able to utilize ourselves and our own expertise that we all, we all, every one of us has by the time we've reached midlife and beyond, if we're able to utilize ourselves, our next generation is going to be absolutely stellar. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about the premise of the mentor project and kind of how it came to fruition and how it helps people. So it came to fruition because some of those experts, the person who patented how we use credit cards on the internet, one of the fathers of the firewall, Bill Cheswick and Bob Cousins both said to me, no one knows who we are. We are out here. We've done amazing things. These guys, Bob is the 2020 inventor of the year. And Bill has stuff in museums and is all over the place. Who knows them? And why is it that we don't? They said, I'd love to get to kids really young and teach them quantum mechanics before they're, you know, jaded that they don't know science or math. And Bob was like, I'd love to get kids patenting and inventing. Well, I thought to myself, this is tragic. I can't believe this. And I'm not a STEM person, but I was like, all right, let's see if we can make this happen. Mm -hmm. So we brought together these guys and then their friends. And then it became an organic thing. Within a year, we went from 10 to more than 80 mentors, all world-class individuals who were dying to mentor, but didn't have access to kids. Mm. And, and so tell um, us a little bit more about the types of people that you're, you, you, we're talking, like you look through the list, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, we have. Phenomenal. I was just reading through it. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. The access to the, I mean, she's not, she's not over-exaggerating the, the quality of, of leaders and, and innovators and just amazing high achieving individuals that are willing to, to mentor We have astronauts, astrophysicists. We have um, Gibor Basri, who discovered um, brown dwarf stars. We have business leaders. We have, obviously, the inventor of the year. We have um, 
top people who are entre- top entrepreneurs. We, you name it, if you go through the list, each person on that list has done something world-changing to make a contribution. And so we're very selective about our mentors that they need to be people who really understand or have achieved something that when we can pass that on to the next generation, that those people, those who are receiving this knowledge and inspiration and guidance are gonna be able to run with it. And Mm -hmm. we saw that in um, our first, during the pandemic when we thought, oh goodness, we're gonna have a really hard time connecting during that year, a one kid got a patent pending. You know, we had a lot of kids come out and they were able to work with our mentors and do some really world-changing things in, you know, just such a short amount of time. So the people really are world-changing leaders in their fields. And that is, and it's it's so inspiring to me to hear the stories of how, you know, it's it's great to have great leaders and it's great to have these people, but how they are serving in such a big way. One of the other things that I loved in your speech is you talked about mentoring is generosity. And it sounds like you've just got this group of, of people who are just so generous with their knowledge and, and they want to add value and they want to leave a legacy. And these young people are, are taking it and running with it. Yes. Mentoring is generativity. And what that means is that it's, it's generative, but it's a life stage that we go through every single one of us, just like walking and talking, but it's an emotional stage. So we all hit this stage and some people have a harder time than others being able to be generative. So if you're a leader and you're in Silicon Valley and you don't, you're not around the next generation, uh, you're sort of sequestered off, you're going to have a hard time giving back. So what we have done is made that easy for the next generation to receive. The strange thing that we found, and yes, the younger generation explodes with all kinds of amazing things. Kids have been written up in Forbes. They've done amazing things with their hackathons. They've had people look at their ideas to patent them. It's really been a big deal in a short amount of time. But the other cool thing that we found is that our mentors are hooking up with each other and helping each other out. So we have, you know, a linguist working with a chief learning officer. They wrote an article for Nature. We've had other experts meet up, like there's an engineer who wanted to meet up with our puppeteer to see if they could uh, combine to teach quantum mechanics to little preschoolers through puppetry. Some cool things that have Why happened. not, right? Not, right? Not. That's fantastic. So wow. it's, it's cool. It never stops. The, the excitement and the wheel of learning never stops. And I think it's just a testament to say, like, when you surround yourself with really brilliant minds, you just never know what's going to come from that. And, and it's typically really awesome stuff, right? World changing things and ideas and um, ways to launch people to that next level. That's fantastic. So when you are kind of sharing about your project, the mentor project, what are some of the most powerful stories or the things that have touched your heart the most um, from that project or what, what you've seen come out of it? Oh, I've seen so many cool things come out of it. One in the very beginning, Bill loves to get in his Tesla and go to the schools in person. He's like sick of Zoom. So pre-pandemic, he would go out and he would go to the schools and the kids had the best they named Wednesday like Ches Day. And they also, one, one student made him a gigantic rocket out of beeswax. 
like a really huge like diorama. Um, that was kind of cool. Like we've had cool things like kids getting patents and other things, but it's also the little kids that we see who say, wow, I want to be a banker so I can be next to the money like, you know, Gabriel, or I want to do what you've done because I never saw that before. It's seeing a child light up in a way and actually put in thought and energy and effort into things. So those are some of the things. And our mentors have actually cried because they've been so thrilled about the outpouring that our mentees have given. So it's so touching in both directions. I think that the kids are excited. They see their future opening up and they see new things, but our mentors become emotional about it because they see, they can finally see the next generation taking what they have and moving with it. And that's, you know, in the abstract, that sounds amazing, but it's actually incredibly powerful to experience it firsthand. So those have been some of the cool things. And I have to say that when we get to see kids who see themselves written up. We've we've worked internationally. Mm -hmm. So kids in Argentina and the U.S. who've worked together, who have been written up together in Forbes, that was pretty exciting. The kids were really into that. Isn't that beautiful? And just the empowering, how you're empowering those young people to see themselves as a success, to add value, to, you know, to see themselves as world changers when they're young so that they can have that belief or that they're a leader, whatever it is, because a lot of times we don't know what's happening at home, right? We don't know if that person or if that child has the support at home or has been, you know, would have access to that type of mentor in their life if it wasn't for your organization. So that's super powerful. Yeah, we're able, you know, one thing that we can do, which is what we did see is we're able to bring Silicon Valley and that's known for having all the inventors and the individuals who do innovative things to anywhere in the world. So it doesn't matter if you're in rural Mississippi or if you're in New York or if you're in Tanzania or if you're in Argentina, you can have access to somebody with that. And that is exactly what you're saying. It, it doesn't matter where you are, what's happening in your home, whatever is going on, that can be a life changer for you. It can get you from one, from point A, you know, not having a lot of resources to having a life changing um, trajectory. That's so cool. Wonderful. Well, we're going to shift gears a little bit because I want to hear about you. And so what are two things in your life that you've done to launch to the next level? So one thing I did early on in my career, and that was when I was a graduate student and I went on my practicum to work in a nursing home and I walked in and I thought, wow, it seems like some of the residents are a little bit depressed. And so I asked about that and the the people who worked there said, no, no, we have, our nursing home has been rated as not having a very high level of depression at all. And I even asked the psychologists that were there and they said, oh no, this is a real, people are not really depressed here. And as a graduate student, I thought, well, they know and I don't. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. And then I, I waited a little longer and kept seeing the same thing. And I thought, you know what? I really think that there's something here that's not being picked up on. Mm -hmm. And so I did a study where I actually gathered about 700 or a little more than that depression scales from the residents in the nursing home and found that there was a 44% increase in 
psychological in people getting seen by a psychologist because of that. So that changed how depression was looked at, um, not just in that nursing home, but around the country because the scale that was used wasn't picking up on depression. So it wasn't that that was, they were bad people in the nursing home who were missing depression. It's that they were using a scale that wasn't working well. So Mm -hmm. that was one thing that launched everything. Then I was off to the races after that to try to really continue my work, but that also changed how, how the country sort of looked at depression identification. Which is super powerful. And so that you can identify and get the help that they need. especially Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's awesome. Anything else that you've done to launch to the next level? Uh, Well, the other thing was the mentor project. The mentor project was something that I don't think I ever would have done, but I, I think that this is going to be my biggest thing. And that is because um, it involves so many different people. It's not me. The mentor project is the mentors, you know, it's, a group now of more than 80 mentors who come together from around the world and bringing them to make a difference in their life and to give them, you know, the legacy that they are looking for and then changing the kids' lives. To me, that's the biggest launch ever. And I'm in my fifties, so I didn't expect to have a launch now, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm having probably my biggest launch right now with the mentor project. That is so exciting. And it's it's really uh, inspiring to hear you taking it and, and pushing it forward and how, you know, by you launching, you're influencing the mentors and the mentees and it's just kind of growing to a level. And, and I remember when we were talking before, you're like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect this to be like that. Right. It, no. you didn't necessarily. But, it, but I think it's, you put really good things out into the world and you just kind of see what happens. And people were excited about the work that you're doing and how you're helping people. That's really what happened. Um, I did not expect much at all. I thought it was going to be a nice small group of people and we were going to go out and have some fun. And, you know, Bill would drive to schools and Bob would see some people on Zoom and we were all just going to have a good time. And it ended up that and people really, I have to say, really gave me a hard time about this to start it. They were really like, why would people want to mentor? You know, because when we're younger, we think we're, we're so focused on what can I do for myself that people cannot even conceive that we'd ever get to a point in our lives where we'd want to give back and not get anything in return. The emotional return isn't something that's easily grasped by people who are younger, and that's understandable. But so when people started to contact us and said, I'd like to mentor, I'd like to mentor, I'd like to mentor, it was overwhelming. We really couldn't keep up with the pace. And that was when I said, wow, our country and people around the world have a real need for this. This is something that was untapped and it's, mm. it's a really exciting ride right now. That and is, we're all volunteers, by the way. Isn't that, is- it's just so, so empowering. And I thank you and all of the mentors for what you're doing to add value to that next generation of, of people, of leaders, of our future leaders around the world. Like it's, it's just so good. It makes me so happy. I want to keep talking to you for the, the rest of the day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. <laughs> I could though, um, but we need to, we need to end this podcast episode. So how do people get a hold of you, Debbie? So you can check out the Mentor Project website, which is mentorproject.org. And you can reach me at 
D Heiser, which is D H E I S E R at mentorproject.org. You can reach uh, me on LinkedIn, Deborah Heiser, and we're on all social media platforms under the Mentor Project or Mentor Project. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and any others that are out there, we're pretty much on them all. So you can reach us there. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking your time and energy to share about the Mentor Project and just about how you've launched in your life. It was such an inspiring episode, Debbie. And for all of our listeners, number one, if you can be a mentor to somebody, do it. If you need a mentor, look for one, right? And check out the Mentor Project. This is such an amazing project that is happening and is spreading so much goodness out into the world. So check it out and make sure that you follow it and share this episode with others because I know it will help them. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com. 